In the early years of my military career and, and whilst in training, there was a great deal of emphasis was put on what I guess in the business world we would describe as as managing up or influencing influencing up. And kind of as we're chatting this morning, I can remember the particular moment where this lesson was really cemented. It was when I was on my infantry platoon commander's course and I was a platoon commander for a urban defensive operation. And the the captain who was our in, instructor just kept telling me, saying, Ben, you've got to make sure you're you're letting the, the officer command in have a sit rep, knowing what's going on. Let him know kind of what, what you're doing. Keep your boss informed so he doesn't have to keep asking you for the information. And I think that that really has stayed with me. So I just wonder, like, what thoughts or advice perhaps do you have around that that you could share with sort of leaders in the in the civilian world or in the business world who are on that journey towards adopting a senior leadership position? Just kind of your thoughts on that around kind of managing up, keeping keeping our, our bosses up up to date and informed. Well, Ben, you uh, reminded me. Um... <laughs> I can remember being threatened more than once as a company commander uh, in the 101st Airborne Division. So we're dismounted, of course, and uh, out on exercise. And the battalion commander calling me over our old uh, FM radios. This would have been in the 80s. So what we call the PRC-77 or PRC-77. And uh, he couldn't get me. So when he finally found me, he said, God damn it. If I, if I call you again and you don't answer in five seconds, I'm going to tape the handset to your helmet. You understand? <laughs> so, so that got my attention, of course. Uh, and he was a guy that I loved uh, as my commander. But, um, he, you know, if, if you think you're busy, too busy to report, imagine how busy the commander above you is, who um, has a much wider span of control for which he or she is responsible. And He's getting requests for information from his boss, who was probably at the two or three star level and on and on and on. So everybody at each level is under that kind of pressure. So in a way, kind of you have to help your boss uh, understand what's going on, even in a digital age now where you think you can see and follow everything you can't. And uh, you still need the, the to feel what's happening and, and so to make good decisions. And so subordinates being trained to report is not, you're not forfeiting your freedom of maneuver. You're actually enhancing your, your freedom of maneuver. And, and, uh, and then there's the practical side of aspect of avoiding fratricide or staying connected to what's happening, figuratively speaking on your left and right. I had a, uh, when I was a battalion commander, one of the uh, one stars who was the, what we used to call the assistant division commander for operations, General Hagenbeck, he said, Ben, the bear has to eat. The bear is always going to eat. So you can either feed the bear or the bear will eat you. Hmm. And uh, his uh, metaphor, of course, was that you actually get a lot more freedom of maneuver if you meet the requirements of your boss first. And generally speaking, if your boss is the division commander or the brigade commander, they've probably achieved a level of professional competence um, as well as legal authority to issue orders. And so rather than fighting against, oh, I have a better way of doing it or I don't want to do that crap, I found that if I did carry out their priorities, almost always their priorities and my priorities would generally align anyway. So it wasn't like I was being asked to do horrible things. I had less questions about what are you doing down there? 
I was able to do so much more of what I wanted to do without even asking because I was meeting those requirements and, and reporting on it. And uh, that was a, that was an eye-opening thing for me. Feed the bear and then the bear won't eat you. 